0: Well welcome back. We are two Gen Xers with a microphone and today we're going to talk about oh a wide variety of things probably will come up. Yes. Right. We've been in this pandemic for more than a year. We have just been plugging along thinking when will we get out of this. Right. Not really quite sure. We're hopeful. There definitely is hope. Always there's hope. We think with you know vaccines and the numbers decreasing, we're seeing some positivity there. For sure. So we are definitely hopeful, that is for sure. We are also though sure that there still are enough uncertainties that people are not sure what to do. They continue to make some decisions that Maybe continue to let us know the pandemic is real and mm-hmm. in full force. And really that the the universe is still a little off kilter and maybe possibly realigning and, uh, yeah, just slapping us with this craziness. Yeah, I think
1: flounder is the <laughs> word that comes to mind. <laughs> flounder from Animal House. No, flounder um, because people are just not quite sure how do i negotiate all of this right mm-hmm. i
0: do think in times of uncertainty one thing that helps just knowing what does keep you grounded and i know jill you and i again we've had similar upbringings yes. we right we've had similar life experiences mm-hmm. And we have talked a lot about what has kept us grounded throughout our lives, and that, I think, has helped, especially me, throughout this pandemic. I have told a lot of my friends that divorce set me up beautifully for social isolation. Mm
1: -hmm. For sure, for sure. I can echo
0: that 1,000%. Yeah, and I think also while I do truly believe we needed the great disruptor from the course that we were on with social media, with technology, and with people getting further and further apart physically, from having to deal with you know each other face-to-face because of technology. I definitely did not want it to be a pandemic. No. But I do think that there are going to be some positive things that come from living in a pandemic for more than a year, from figuring out how to socially isolate, to be mindful of each other, mm-hmm. and hopefully, again being able to figure out what does keep us grounded
1: and what is at the root of who we are as individuals. Right. I think it's it's a foundation. And anytime you go through a crisis, whether it's a divorce, a loss of some sort, whether it's a job or a loved one, you always go back and you have this foundation within you that is what continues to feed you so that you know there's hope for the next day. For me, the spiritual foundation has got to be there. And and I can say within the pandemic, I feel so fortunate that my faith has grown. Mm-hmm. A second foundation is family. You know, they are always there for me Mm -hmm. always and and likewise i'm there for them my friends you know these are foundations for me that no matter what is going to come my way i know i've got these i have got these in my life forever they're precious i hold them close i hold them dear and those are the things that have gotten me through all the different struggles in life sure so to me the pandemic is just another, you know, struggle, right, to get through. Mm-hmm. And you open up your toolbox and you say, okay, what do I, what do I have here, that I can use and I can bring out, right? Um, and when people don't have the foundation, how do they deal with the struggle? I think that is a great
0: question because I think. You're either somewhat thriving in this because part of that foundation has been developing social and emotional skills because of the values that you have had. You have and you continue to use in your daily life and how you're making decisions. Or you're really not thriving, right? You're really struggling. And I do, again, think it comes back to we were on this this course of discourse, you know, yes. people not connecting with each other, people being very lonely mm-hmm. and not wanting to really look in the mirror and own responsibility for themselves or others. And I think Maybe using tools to the detriment
1: of owning responsibility f- for themselves. Yes, and I hear that so much. I'm lonely. I'm so lonely. Mm-hmm. And when I hear that, I'm sad mm. because I never want anyone to feel lonely because you are your best company. Right. And then I question, you know, love yourself. And uh, when you love yourself, it's more that you can put out there for everybody else. Right. And a recent book or podcast that I listened to from Oprah's Spiritual Soul, which I love, is The Way of Integrity by Martha Beck. And she talked about when you're quiet in a room, the truth rises up. And I think people are afraid of that truth to rise up. I think you're right. But it's a if it doesn't rise up, if it doesn't come out, then where is it It's stuck inside mm-hmm. and it's a sickness and it's got to come up. you've got to get it out mm-hmm. um, and the sickness um, can be where they have bad moods, their addictions, their physical health deterioration, um, persistent failures in relationships, careers life doesn't feel like it has any meaning. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's sad. It's so sad that the loneliness promotes not living but just existing.
0: Right. And I can't imagine not taking that time to be quiet, you know, to Mm -hmm. be alone. And just to sit with who you are. And sometimes it is scary. You know, it's scary to hold that mirror up and to do that reflecting But I also think about what I've learned about myself. And then also, probably more importantly, what I've been able to see in other people by really seeing them, right? Uh, Because I think like what you were just getting at is when you are happy with yourself, when you love yourself, how you're able to just see someone else for who they are and you're not in competition with them. You're not envious of them. You just are happy for them mm-hmm. because you're at peace with who you are and you, you're you not unsettled. Right. Right. And that peace and that calm for yourself, I think, then translates into peace and calm for anyone else. And I that to me is really important in my friendships is when... Someone comes to me and they have great news to share with me and they want me to celebrate with them. And I want to truly celebrate. I don't want to be jealous. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be envious. I don't want to sit there and think, why don't I have that? I truly want to be so happy for them. And I think that all of that came with just stopping and realizing who I am, and what I have. And it was getting to a place of inner peace and then knowing that I'm not in competition with anyone. Right. It's just me, and when I found that inner happiness, it really did change the way that I saw my friends and my family members. And I think that I have, that authenticity has come out just so much more And I just really appreciate that I can be there and just however they need for me to be. And then if they need for me to be there with them when they're sad, I can just allow them to let it all out, work through their feelings, Mm -hmm. and be there for them exactly as they need for me to be.
1: Yes, and I think that... When you have the the peaceful feeling in your life, you work hard to preserve it. Mm-hmm. I work very hard not to let the wrong people in my life to disrupt that, not to let the wrong habits, the wrong environment, because it means so much to me. Sure. And every day you have... Temptations or Mm -hmm. things that can threaten that peace. Right. And so for me, it's important to preserve it, to give it the priority that it needs because it's so, it's like exercise. It's so easy to fall off that horse Mm -hmm. and can be so difficult to get back on. Right. That I'm like, no, you know, this peace, is number one priority right. in my life and these are the things I do to preserve it and I am protecting it I think too when you stop doing that like
0: you know like when you fall off the exercise <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. when you fall out of that habit I think a lot of things can get out of alignment right and I think again when the universe is out of alignment it can also just make some of those relationships And those bad habits come quickly back into your life. I think about how toxic some of my friendships have been in the past. Mm -hmm. And I've allowed friends to suck up time and energy and just be wasteful. And then Mm -hmm. I kind of beat myself up like, I know I'm just trying to be a good friend. But man, this drama, and it's not mine, but but I am. I'm just so exhausted and then I think, how do I get myself out of this? Or I start talking about that friend to other friends, which I don't like. Mm-hmm. And so I, I have to stop myself from doing that because I definitely don't want to be an episode of a real housewife. Right.
1: right. But I
0: think that um, sometimes, again, I have to go back to that mirror and put it in front of myself and check it, you know, because I'm not perfect as much as I'd like to think I am. Right, had. nobody. You know, right, nobody. And I think, too, we we have to give and get that grace and help each other really be at our best. And sometimes, um, sometimes we're not. I do think that not, the pandemic has not been great for some people. And mm. I think, again, if you weren't, in a place where you were trying to find who you are at your best or you weren't, you know, maybe in that trajectory of being okay with being your, your own best company. Yes. Then this social isolation was not something that, yeah, that you -hmm. wanted. And I'm sure it was devastating. Yeah. Because I think that there are with, again, technology, with social media, with us, not being connected face-to-face with people before the pandemic, I th- I think we lost a lot of common practices that especially our generation really held on to for a long time even Mm. in business yes you know I would have much rather had called a meeting and met face to face than sent stuff over email Mm -hmm. and I wanted to see someone's you know eyes look them in the eye and I definitely would have you know had a contract by the shake of a hand then Hours in a lawyer's office muddling through paperwork, and those you know those simple things are just simply not there. And I think, uh, even more so, as again technology has become
1: more and more prevalent, a lot of the the arts of have they've gone, know, by, gone, by, the gone by the wayside. They've gone mm-hmm. by the wayside. And you talk about the mirror, and I think for me, it's the mirror of truth, like literally, mm-hmm. I. When I need to, like, hey, get it together. Mm -hmm. Seriously, looking in the mirror is very validating for me. I'm like, get it together. Sure. And when we talk about the things that make you fall off, but yet you have your grounders, we've seen the fall off of respect and the tolerance of other people's views, an appreciation for the truth, and maybe shameful behavior too, falling by the wayside. Mm -hmm. And then that becomes the norm. Right. And it starts to become acceptable. And then little by little we have this shift in ourselves, in our society, and we look in the in the mirror. And we say, oh my gosh, I never used to be this kind of person, and now I am. Society, we never used to be this way, and now we are. What has happened? And it's not some significant event. It's all these little things that have chipped away at our foundation that we've gone away from. And so it takes a conscious effort to be real with yourself, And to live with integrity, meaning live with authenticity. To me, it's not easy. Right. But when I do it, it's
0: the right feeling inside. And that's it. Like that gut check that this is, it isn't easy, but you know you can live with yourself because it is absolutely the right thing. For you, and you know, it's also the right model that you're putting out into the universe.
1: Yeah, and when you put that out, and you are doing it with your whole being, mm-hmm. that's your energy, right? And that's the type of energy that we need
0: in a pandemic. Yes, right. We need right. more of that energy. We need
1: that energy, and like you said, I don't think you can feel that energy over a laptop no <laughs> you get it from being with people that's right and in a room and so that's why we are not designed to live alone hmm people need people people need people and you put the right people in your life too right and it's okay to say bye-bye to those that suck it up and take away your good energy right you gotta get rid of that um, but it's exciting to think there are really good people out there. There are how many people I do not know in this world that I am waiting to suck up some good energy. That's right. You know, to just multiply what I have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like to think about not the hard things that came with this pandemic but think about the good that's out there. That's
0: right. The possibilities that yeah, are coming out of living like this and and what it will bring. Like so again, a disruptor was needed, maybe not a pandemic. But right. <laughs> a disruptor. A disruptor, but what could it bring and what will be those positive lasting impacts that that we'll find. So Hope has not been lost. It may have been in hiding for a while, but it's definitely peeking its head out. And I think we're definitely going to be leaving on a high note with hope
1: for sure. Absolutely. If your life didn't turn out how you thought it would, you are in the right place. If you're confident that life turned out exactly as it was supposed to, then tell us what you'd like to discuss and why. You can reach us at two Gen Xers and a mic. That is the number two, G E N X E R S A N D A M I C, at gmail.com.